Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Uh-oh, it's that time again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Country Nerd 252 Podcast. Now, we're going to get something serious. You know, in today's society, we have a huge problem. I feel that the word sacrifice is starting to be cut out from the vocabulary. Now, most kids are a reflection of their parents. So growing up, you're going to watch your parents did. You're going to watch what your grandparents did. And you're going to feed off that saying, hmm, if they did that, Whatever they did is going to be good for me. Now, there are some things, there are some situations where, you know, it wasn't really healthy. You know, that was the wrong kind of message, the wrong kind of environment to be around. Because everybody, to some degree, is a product of their environment. But at the end of the day, as you get older, it's up to you to make that change. But it takes the sacrifice. Now, hard work pays off in any aspect in life. And I feel like people in today's society don't want to do that anymore. I just feel like People wants are starting to supersede to take care of their needs. I and I get it. There's a there's an entrant there's a balance that comes with that. You know, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I think about that sometimes. Sure, I go to work every day, I pay my bills. You know, if I have little money left, sure, I like to go to the mall or to the movies. Something small like that is a little treat to myself. Know what I'm saying? But I can't do it on a consistent basis because I'm always working. That is a sacrifice. So it's a tough pill to swallow. But at the end of the day, if I didn't take care of my needs, I'll be in a world of trouble. Because if I spent all my money on my wants, then I'm going to fall behind. I'm going to get that nice big eviction letter. So everything I work hard to get is going to go straight out. Because of my actions. And I get it. It's even harder with having kids. You know. Because you got to take care of them 
to, you know, hit the age of 18. Got teaching the right thing, how to work hard, how to be self-sufficient when it comes to responsibilities, taking out the trash, cleaning your room, washing dishes, just the simple things, stuff like that. And yes, everything is going up. FRs, food, shoes, electronics, because everything is advancing. And I get it. It costs a lot. But end of the day, it doesn't matter what tax bracket you're in. Everything costs. You can be struggling. And yet, it's going to hurt. But at the end of the day, at least you're taking care of it. Even people with higher tax brackets, everything still costs. There's no guarantee they'll get the house that they want. There's no guarantee they don't get the cars that they want. There's no guarantee. All things guaranteed is taxes and debt. So I want people to think about that. So it's not something you did as in don't feel like a failure because that's wrong. Just think about the sacrifice that comes with it. And once you make that sacrifice, the universe will pay everything to you. Everything you want in life, you will receive it. But it seems like since people don't understand and appreciate the word sacrifice, they decide to add, you know, narratives to it. You know, I don't want the narrative that, you know, certain like when it comes to oppression, I don't like the fact the narrative is being pushed that we are all oppressed. And women are more oppressed because it's making it seem like, you know, like making it's an insult because men and women, I mean, it's okay to be different. It's not a slight to be like think the same. Let me break it down as best as I can. Let's say when it comes to sex. I mean, men and women both love sex. It's even better with the right person. But at the end of the day, I can guarantee you some sexual arousals between men and women are different. I'm pretty sure if a man gets a picture or a video, especially he's at work, he will excuse himself to go handle the business in the bathroom. And now I can't speak for women. I don't know how it is when when women get that same picture from video from their man. I don't know if they excuse themselves or they wait and do it in the privacy of their own home. But at the end of the day, 
men and women both do masturbate. When it comes to employment, I don't believe that any job where there's a system made for to men get higher positions and the women to get lower tier positions. I don't like that being forced. That's kind of like an insult to the women. And it's like y'all are feeding into that. Like, women are smart. There are some women who are just plain smart. Smarter than men. There's nothing wrong with that. And plus, you have to think about this. Competition. Now, to make it down, to get a little deeper. Now, it's not, I'm not contradicting myself. I'm just speaking to you how it is about the forced narratives. Is it, now do I like it that you know a certain particular group would get a better job? Then, because of who they are, because like I said, hard work beats everything, you know, I, I want to lose my job because of budget cuts or poor work performance. I don't want to lose my job, you know. Because the outside world, the 24-7 cycle will say, hey, you, hey, you don't want to give this person this job. You don't give this woman this job. You don't give this gay, lesbian, anybody, person with the LGBT community this job because of who they are and their gender. So I feel like that's unfair. And we get sacrificed for that. That's the part that drives me crazy. Because you can't try to force everybody to be all in equal grounds. When you push an equal narratives and it affects everybody. Like think about it. What, what what kind of message does that send? If I'm a coach of an all-female track team, you know, I say 12, 15-year-olds, they've been, they've been training their whole lives for this moment. But because I don't have a transgender person on that team, I'm transphobic. I hate people. But it's like, I have to do it for the media aspect. So I have to tell this little girl right here, you know what? You have to get cut for this. What's it got to do to her and all these older people bullying those little girls? And it's like, I thought we were in the era of non-bullying. What the hell? So it's like, make it make sense.
So it's like, I just wish people just work hard. I just wish people stop listening to narratives. Because in the end of the day, hard work pay off. And I get it, as I explained, there is those outliers which sucks, which is not fair. But at the end of the day, when one door closes, another opportunity opens. That's how you solve that problem. And another thing that irks my nerve, it's like I see all these celebrities, they're talking about the bad and not the good. For example, I love Jamel Hill. But she recently put out how ESPN became too conservative. She didn't fit the culture. And that's why she left. Now I get it. There are aspiring journalists or, you know, retired athletes in general who want to work for Sports Center. Because growing up, Sports Center was the shit. You know, Stuart Scott, Gyrus is so Stephen A. Smith, Kenny Mayne, Keith Olbermann. Guys like that, hell, even Monday Night Football, Chris Berman, Tom Jackson. But it's like you telling all these people the bad about your experience there. But tell them about the good. Tell them about you got your own podcast, wrote your own book. You own, you have a lot of other outside business ventures. You had more success outside ESPN than you did working for ESPN. So it just bothers my mind. Why do people keep talking about the bad instead of talking about after? Because despite how you feel about working at ESPN, guess what happened after you left ESPN? You made more money, got a net more war, you control your own destiny. Even if you felt like you were being oppressed, what did you do? Instead of sinking down to that ship and not thinking you'll never be anything in life because you're oppressed, you said, fuck that. I'm going to take my life with my experience, take it in my own hands and bring my own happiness. That's exactly what you did. So it just annoys when shit does like that. And then let's talk about sports. You know, people talk about the unfairness of the NBA and the WNBA. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of WNBA players who are better than some NBA players. Okay, I believe somebody like Candace Parker could give the business to an NBA player. I mean, Liz Cambage, she's 6'8". She can give the business to a couple of centers in the NBA. I'll take her over Hassan Whiteside. Hell, Sabrina Ionesco. She's a very good point guard. And it's like, I'll take her over any part of guard in San Antonio right now. But it's like, 
it's not the men's fault why the WNBA is in the position that they're in. I mean, think about it. Where do all the celebrities go? Hell, where do all of the women go? They go to the NBA games. Because you know, at the NBA games, you're going to see all the female celebrities. You're going to see the Rihanna, the Beyonce, the Lizzo's. You're going to see maybe Tamar Braxton. You're going to see a Mary J. Blige. Because that's their thing. Because think about it, let's be real. You network more at an NBA game than you would at a WNBA game. So it's not some sexist narrative or some sexist war how they treat women. That's that's how it is. So if more women would go to the WNBA, especially celebrities, that would help. That would bring up the numbers because of that networking. Those investors will come calling. And it's like, it's like that. Why you got to push the narrative for? It's not fair to push a narrative to a woman. Oh, yeah, you'll be, you will never be smarter than this person because you're a woman. How disrespectful is that? There are a lot of women who's more athletic than men, way more smarter than men, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there are some optics. Now, I understand, you know, they want to integrate, you know, women into football. Here's the problem. What about the locker room? Are you sure you want to put women in the locker room? You know, players hear that guy talk, you know, you know, a prank they did, you know, maybe their kids, their wife, some girls they had a one night stand with. Do they really want to be in that conversation? And of course, you know, men hit each other in the ass with the towels out of fun and shit like that to laugh. Do you sure you want them in that kind of environment? Based on the world we live in today. And on the football field, do you really think Aaron Donald is really going to flag football touch or he's going to hit a woman just like he hits Tom Brady, a Lamar Jackson, a a Joe Burrow? He's not going to do that. So you're also taking that risk. And think about the optics of it. A 300 plus pound player going full speed a woman. Now, there are someone who probably could take it, but the optics look bad. So are you sure you want that? And are you sure you want even even women in men's locker room, are you sure you want men to have their own locker room and probably just around the corner is women? I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. Are you sure it's not going to be that one or two people who does some crazy shit? Are you sure about that? Like I said, we live in a crazy divisive world. I'm like, it's okay to be different. You know what I'm saying? 
is not a crime. Because the biggest contribution you can give to the world is being yourself. Doing the sacrifice it takes to be successful. The hard work that comes with it. That's the greatest contribution you can give to the world. For all these narratives out there. It's being forced. You're getting it into people's heads. Making them feel like they're being devalued. That there's something less than themselves. So like, it ain't right. So. My purpose of people who listen to this doesn't matter. Jim, you are work your ass off and sac and be ready to sacrifice. You're not sacrificing because of your gender and all that bullshit. You're sacrificing because that's what it takes to bring that success. Because everything it costs. So have that sacrifice. Now, if you agree or disagree with me, anything I said, hit me up on my Twitter, hit me up on my Snapchat, you know how it goes. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Remember, continue to spread love and positivity. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I am is out.